How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We got the right where we want Prime time on Football Friday. No one comes into our house and pushes us around. 1080 The Fan. How you play today, from this moment on, is how you will be Remember, this is a football Friday edition of Primetime with Isaac and Souk. Brought to you by the ALNA Sportsbook. Watch the games in the region's largest video wall and wager on your team at the ALNA Sportsbook. Football Friday with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. Hey, what it do? Ahoy! What's up? Good Friday. I am on a puppy high right now. How are you guys doing? Yeah, Whistler back Boy, there. I'll tell you what. There, to... there are very few things that make me happier than wrestling with a puppy. Yeah, and that's a big old blockhead over there. Yeah. We are in new studios, new offices, and it's exciting around here today because there are actually people in the building. It's a bit vibrant. Well, I think it's only because they're going to be drinking. They're doing a happy hour thing. Well, that's great. So people have shown up to drink. but Whatever the reason. But Barb, sister of Nick Dashiell, in the house, and she raises the little guide dog puppies, and she got a big old whistler out there who's probably like, I don't know, like eight months. And uh, I just did like three, four rounds with them on the floor, and I, I just... He's great. It puts me in such a good mood. Yeah, good puppy. Well, I don't have puppies anymore. My dogs are a little bit older, and uh, so we don't get to... You know, we don't roughhouse as much as uh, as we used to. So when you get that like eight-month puppy energy, ah, it's just... I'm, I'm, riding, I'm riding a wave. So this will make you feel old because... Everything makes me feel old. So Barb has been in traffic... Since before you and I were here. Yeah. Okay. And she has not always been training. She trains the puppies for guide dogs. Yeah. She's like the first. You have to pass Barb's class. And then if you pass Barb's class, you go into advanced training. And if you don't, then they just end up being adopted uh, out out as as, as puppies. She never keeps them, but she she trains them. She's a really good trainer. And she said it's about 50-50. Some dogs will go on to be actual really good guide dogs and others will just be adopted out yeah um this one she doesn't think will make it <laughs> old whistler he's a little <laughs> he's a little rambunctious yeah he's he's got some anxiety oh yeah but i i said you know what my i said i said to her i hadn't seen her in a long time i said hey barb great to see you, you know mike and then whistler was there and we were playing with whistler and, and i said you know my favorite dog you ever had 
was this dog, this black lab named Iggy. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Iggy? I do remember Iggy. Iggy was my favorite one. Because you don't get a lot of the black labs. It's usually uh, Goldens or you get, uh, for, yeah. I mean, I don't know if they're just more common, but I feel like she always has Goldens or she has the yellow or Golden labs. But every now and then you, you get the uh, a chocolate or, or one of the black ones. Well, I dig the blacks. Yeah. You know me. And I, you do not. I prefer the whites. <laughs> so uh, I said to her, I said, how's Iggy? You know, is he still with? Because Iggy ended up being a guide dog. He's really good temperament. Really? Yeah. And I said, how's Iggy? And she was like, Isaac, Iggy's dead. Oh. And I said, well, I didn't know that. She's like, dude, that was like 2000 <laughs> when I had Iggy. Like, oh, that was 22 years ago? Yeah, I guess Iggy's probably dead. She goes, that was the first one I ever had. I'm like, oh, my God, that makes you feel old. R.I.P. Iggy. Yeah, rip Iggy. Well, I, 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 time flies. Time flies. Time flies. And I had no idea that Iggy was the first one. She said, that was the very first one that she ever had. So I said, well, you've never gotten a better one. (laughs) It's been been all downhill. Sorry, Whistler. That dog was great. By the way. Look, Whistler got a, uh, he got my sweatshirt. (laughs) Yeah. He's wild. Yeah, Whistler is. Uh, yeah, I got a little hole in the uh, in the what the the cuff of my shirt now mm-hmm. from uh, from Whistler, but it was worth it. We uh, we had some we had some rounds. We we were we were going at it. Let me tell you, if that kind of thing is your jam, um, and you need a palate cleanser, there's a documentary on Netflix called Pick of the Litter, and it's mm-hmm. just all about dogs going from puppies to being trained to guide dogs and all the different things they're going to have to do, and it's just freaking adorable. So if if you need a palate cleanser, Pick of the Litter. Did you see the 16... that, Netflix, that Netflix you said? Netflix, yeah. All right. Did you see the 60 Minutes piece this last weekend? Do you still watch 60 Minutes? Absolutely, every Sunday. Did you see the one I'm on... I'm a thousand years old. Yeah, they were doing a whole thing on dogs. Though. Yeah, on the dog's happiness gene? Yes. That they... So they, they were asking the question, why are dogs so happy? Mm-hmm. And they have a gene. It, it is a... And they've de- they've detected which gene it is. Yeah. Or it's, maybe it's like a genetic... It's um, a genetic defect. Defect, yeah. And they have also found this same genetic defect in humans. There's a thing that was called Williams syndrome, yes. where it's it's not Down syndrome, but you have intellectual disabilities, and yeah. you know it's. But the the people that have this are the most the nicest people, nicest loving yeah. human beings, and they they said they that interviewed they, a few of them, and they were just it's, it's delightful. Yeah, and they said it's it's scary because they get taken advantage of very easily because yeah. they're so loving and trusting. But yeah, they said that. The gene that 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 or the the mutation that we have that happiness gene um, is present there in in animals or and not animals uh, just dogs. Very cool. Yeah, and they did a whole thing about you know doing research about how dogs you know from wolves and why and yeah it was a really good piece on uh, sixty well, minutes. Wasn't the idea that they they evolved to be so nice because they had to be in order to survive? Wasn't that what they were saying? So it's interesting. I went down a rabbit hole on this. Uh, yeah, so the there are, there's a researcher at Duke that is trying to make the case that uh, wolves evolved to 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 be dogs because being nice that, that was live. It, it, people it, would feed them. It was a genetic that was like their genetic. Uh, I don't know. They, that, that's that was their choosing, right? They they became dominant because they were nice. And right. I went down this rabbit hole because I do I. I I'm fascinated by this stuff, and there's a lot of people that think that guy's a kook, and that that that's not that's not the why things evolved. Because his argument was why we became the dominant species was because we're nice, and dogs are following our trade. He's trying to make that that from Neanderthal to the Denisovans, all the pre-humans, 
Homo sapien went out because we were nice. Yeah, they said uh, we were the nicest of the and of all this. Species. Most people think that that is a crocket. Yes, <laughs> that we evolved. Be- well, because we we were we won out because we killed all the others. We killed everything. So that's not very nice. And that was my understanding from the, that most geneticists and, and that people think that. So I ended up down this rabbit hole because that's the first time I've ever heard that. Dogs evolved uh, to, or wolves evolved to dogs because they were nice, and that we became dominant because we were nice. And so I was looking into that, and there was a bunch of people immediately that were like, "Yeah, you're full of crap." But it is just you know, it's it's one well, guy working at Duke, and that's his that's his line of what his hypothesis. But it was very could be in- true. It was very interesting. Could yeah. be true. Well, all that stuff is just theory. No one. Yeah. You can't go back and prove that <laughs> why you know a hundred thousand years ago why we became you know one thing while a different group didn't or this is why dogs evolved into this and it's all theory. Well, I'll tell you this: we don't deserve dogs. Dogs are great. Yes. We have little Molly two poops at home, and she's fifteen pounds of fury. And let me tell you, she brings joy to our life. Absolutely. And it's palpable; like you can feel it. Yeah. I had to take my bulldog to the vet today, and it it. it it scared me a little bit because, uh, in my mind, he's still my puppy. I had him since he was six weeks. How old is he? He's getting ready to turn nine. Yeah. And Ooh. I, the, the vet was talking to me about basically being a senior dog, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "This is my look." Oh. oh. Uh-huh. Well, bulldogs, you know, you get to yeah, you get to nine, ten, eleven, and you, you know. Those breeds, they don't, they, they don't get up there long in the tooth. Yeah, thanks for telling me, Doc. I'm, I'm getting all emotional in there. He just went in, he had a little ear infection and like some skin issues with bulldogs, you know, do. But I'm like in there like a mess because I just, I buried my other, my American bulldog. I buried her in January. I said, I'm not ready. Yeah, I need I need years. My mom was I need uh, years here. Big on bull mastiffs, and uh, her first two both only made it to eight. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's kind of how the, how the uh, big ones go. I did not like hearing that he is a senior dog and that we're taking senior precautions. No, he's not. He's a good boy and he's a puppy, and I love him. So, Crum, you're not allowed to go anywhere. Hang out. Dogs are great. All right, there's a hot dog segment for you guys. Yeah, who knew? Did you well, have that on the bingo card. Well, you should have. Well, yesterday was slacks. Today was dogs. Nah, dogs. We're having a party out there. It's great. The vibe is good around uh, Odyssey Portland today. It is. And we got the Pac-12 championship coming what? up in a couple hours. Yes, two hours till the Pac-12 kills itself. <laughs> we got guys getting kicked in the groin, and they're fine. And Wait, we got you, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, Ulysses or whatever? <laughs> Ulysses S. Grant. The ghost of Ulysses S. Grant is playing in the World What's Cup tomorrow? Polisic. <laughs> there you Ulypses. go. Ulysses is back. <laughs> Ellipses, yeah, isn't that what the the ellipses? Isn't that the little uh, punctuation marks? I don't know what those do, but I, I do think that it's just carrying on a thought. You know, dot dot dot, ellipses. USA, USA. You can't stop us with a little kick to the giblets. Come on, he's out there peeing red, white, and blue. Ho ho! Oh, I get that. Captain America's ready to go. You're gall darn right he is. Well, take that, the Dutch. You guys want to talk about the Civil War again today? Because <laughs> Joey's coming on. Oh yeah, well we haven't discussed it with him, no. so we'll see what he says. About well, that. yeah, you know he wasn't here for the whole uh, Thanksgiving thing. Well, what he wasn't. We did we talk to him the Friday after? Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, but it was it, the we, day before oh. the game. Yeah, yeah. I'm still thinking for whatever reason that the game sometimes was on Friday. I was. I it was not. It was not. It was on Saturday. Yeah, we haven't talked to Joey since it all went down. So we will. Yep, five thirty. That's his normal time. And then sometime we'll talk to Lanning when he comes on and we'll rehash it. Let's just yeah. keep talking about this painful memory for Duck Fan. This is the rivalry game that will never go away. Yeah, I'll just keep, you know, poking that game what if with we a stick. Did that? 
What if we did that every week? We did an interview pertaining to that game for fifty-two weeks. You enterprised a new subject <laughs> uh, specifically on that, on that game and how the Ducks lost. I think Auburn's doing that. I mean, like, what do you mean? Well, like if when you get down into the like Michigan, Ohio State, Auburn, Alabama, and the Iron Bowl, oh, that's what they do on their sports. Like when you're talk? a place that only cares about that one sport, it's, it's fifty-two weeks a year. That's what. So they So how many days in a row or weeks in a row did they talk about that? The Iron Bowl with the. Um, the kick six? The kick six, yeah. I'll bet you that went on They're for... Are still talking about that? I, I, I'm guessing that somewhere Paul, Paul Feinbaum is like, you know, the pick six, and then Auburn Jim is like, ah, ha, ha. <laughs> If you don't think in Columbus that they are still talking about the ass-whooping that Michigan laid on it, they will talk about that until, until next year's game. That will be a topic of conversation in Columbus. Like we out here, like the Civil War is a is a rivalry. It's a good one. So is the Apple Cup. You know, UCLA, USC. You know, the big game, Cal Stanford, Holy War, BYU, Utah. Like we have some good rivals. Dude, it's not. It's not Michigan, Ohio State. It's not the Iron Bowl. Like we do not have the ability to bang that drum the way they do in other parts well, of the hey, country. Let's change that. Let's do it right now. <laughs> starting today. Just keep trolling. We're going to keep talking about that game. We're going to interview every single player that played in that game <laughs> and get their thoughts. Starting with Bo Nix. Let's go. Well, we will set your college football DVR today, and we will generally grab ass because it's Friday. Yeah, and people are drinking, so. Yeah, which probably means we will be too. That's what mm. I think. What are they? It depends on what they got. I heard there was beer in the fridge. Yeah, what kind, though? You know, I'm a very specific beer guy. Yeah, me too. I don't have... I don't know. Uh, Kim bought it, so we'll see. We'll see what she thinks we like. I specifically did not wear clothes to be in front of a bunch of other people today because I'm like, it's Friday. Let's be comfortable. Let's throw on the sweats. You're not going to see anybody because that office is dead, especially on Fridays. And it's Mm -hmm. as vibrant as it has been. It's as vibrant as it has been in months. And I'm not that guy, too, like when... If you bring good beer to the party, I'm bummed. I don't want... Someone's probably going out there and buying some fancy IPA or whatever. Can we just bring regular beer? Can we just, you know. We'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to go out there and check and see what she brought. <laughs> and we can judge her accordingly. Yeah. I'll go find out. Well, it's soccer. How about like a pint of Guinness? Can we do that? May or may not be back on time. Me and uh, Joe. Guinness. M- me and, well, Joe Montana. You know, Guinness right now with the whole World Cup is a big deal. And they got Joe Montana now. Have you seen the Montana Guinness commercials? No. Yeah, he's out there hawking it. All right. Yeah. Surprised it's not David Beckham. Well, that's true. Yeah, he'll hawk anything. He will hawk anything, and I mean anything. anything. Although they pay, like if you paid me David Beckham money, you know, well Ronaldo, uh, yeah, he's getting ready to hawk Saudi Arabia. And have you seen what they're going to pay him to hawk Saudi Arabia? Three hundred sixty million. Some people are saying that that is way, way low. Like that's the number that's getting thrown out there, and there are people saying that behind the scenes that they could be double, possibly triple that. What that thing could be worth to him when it's all said and done. Sports washing. Hey, it worked for. I kind of worked for Qatar, maybe, sort of. All right, we're uh, we're losing steam here. We are. Guess what we have next? What? Poll question. I love the poll. I don't even have one. I got (laughs) to come up with one. I got a lot to do this break. You better get to it. Uh, we will have our poll question next. You will hear Deshaun Kaiser on meeting Aaron Rodgers. And uh, Deshaun Watson is back in his creepy vibes in the NFL. We'll get to that uh, this hour. It is 316 
on the fan. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Well, I was just back at the Odyssey Portland party that is happening. Is it is it in full swing? Yes. Uh, very famous people back there. Um, sales guy, Kurt Ludwig. Mm. Already half in the bag. That's half, to be honest with you. We have Danny. Dusty fame. Oh, they're sticking around. They're back there. Uh, I think it's great, by the way, that we have a USC fan on the station. He is very nervous, too. Like, he's full... He's a big-time USC fan. Well, like a Blazer fan and a Raider fan. Like, he is that fan that um, takes it very seriously. Like, he is a nervous wreck right now getting ready for the Pac-12 title game. Well, I think it's great that uh, we've got a USC fan because, I don't know, Duck fans get all hot and bothered over <laughs> USC fan, and he likes to poke that bear, and yeah. I think that's fantastic. Well, he told everyone that, like, Lincoln Riley was going to come in, and, you know, it was imme- going to be this immediate thing. And, and a lot of people, especially Duck fan, tried to do the whatever, USC sucks, and Lincoln oh. Riley's lost one game and is on the step of but playing for a college football playoff. Can I just say this, though? Don't you think, and this is not a, a truth, it is just the way people think, if USC fan says something about USC, mm-hmm. we instantly dismiss it because they're a fan of that. T- like you don't like you're a homer. Yeah, but that's almost like every. I, well, that's what, I know. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So I have a I have a friend of mine who's a, a big Husky fan, mm-hmm. and he's made a couple of uh, recent college football predictions that have come true. Really? Yeah. And he said, "Why don't you ever give me any credit for all my hot 
picks. And I'm like, dude, your picks are all <laughs> dog honk yeah. picks. Now, he happens to be right. Happens to be right because they're they're winning. But he's always like, oh, <laughs> Caleb DeBoer is like the greatest coach. It, you know, like. Yeah, blind squirrel. Well, he you know. said Huskies would beat the Ducks in yeah. Austin. And I was like, oh, you're just a Husky. You know, see what and he was right. Yeah, but you say it every time. What about the right. seven other times that you said that and you were wrong? You're the same a-hole that pre- predicts the 12-5 upset every year. And like you, you miss three of them, but the one you get are like, ah, oh, I, I told you. I will say this about one Isaac Rob. I, you are a giant Kansas honk. Yes, but I trust your opinion on Kansas. I think you are the most passionate, but realistic fan uh, of a team that I've ever met. Thank you. Because you love Kansas, full go. I've seen you lose it. We have the Trey Burke clip. We're well aware of your uh, ability to lose your ass over Kansas, but you are not a. I'm not a honk. You're not a honk. No. In, in fact, there are times where we will watch Kansas a lot in here, and I'll think I'm like, well, yeah, Kansas is really good, and you will usually have the no, not so fast, and you usually present a very balanced Kansas argument, whereas most fans. You know the Wamsers of the world. The, 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 yeah, the, the, that fan usually just. Well, like I said, I don't know if it's right. Duck fan can do no uh, can do no wrong. Husky can do yeah. no wrong to Husky honk. Right. Yeah. I don't know if it's right, but if you are a Duck fan or a Husky fan or a Trojan fan, yeah. the last thing we want is your opinion about the Ducks, Huskies, or Trojans, right? Yes. Like just because yeah. you're. We just assume yeah. you're a honk. That's probably yeah. not fair. Well, yeah. well, half the fan base will tell you they called every upset that's ever happened. Well, so that's it's like true. you know. Yeah, but. Uh, what, where are we going with that? Oh, USC, USC Danny. We're not going to trust you. Yeah, I don't trust anything he says about USC, but I do love that he likes to poke that bear, and yeah. I think we need a little bit of that on the station. Yeah, a little. You know, because well, we you... got the morning show that's a duck and a beaver. Yes. We got the midday show with USC, and neither of us have a affiliation. No, a dog either in a fight. Well, Buck, uh, Buckley in there, he's a, he's duck. a big duck. He's honk. a duck douche. I am a duck. Giants fan. <laughs> See, that too? Like the last thing I want is Buckley's opinion about the Giants. Even yeah. though he's probably d- really dialed in and right, it's just like it comes with such a giant slant. Well, and it's unfair to Buck, but I hate the Giants simply because of dirt. Dirt is, and I, I love me some dirt and Sprague, dirt is one of the worst fans that I know. <laughs> I have nothing against the Giants. I like the Giants. Will Clark was my favorite baseball player growing up. I loved Will. Will and, and Griffey were my guys. Like, the, I, like, I loved that. And so the fact that I now hate the San Francisco Giants, and those teams that were winning World Series weren't super hateable. Bumgarner was great. They were put together. It wasn't like it was a bot team like the Yankees. And yet I hate them because of dirt. And that's some, I mean, frankly, that's some pretty impressive power on his behalf to, oh, he's to a, be able to make, make well, you hate obnoxious. an entire franchise. He is, a, he's he is super obnoxious. But everybody has, I and mean, cocky. every fan base has some of those people, and if the that person runs into the wrong neutral party, it can ruin a, a, an entire team yes, for you. So now, right. unfortunately right. for you, I hate your fandom because I equate it to Dirt's fandom. Okay. That's just the way well, it is. The other thing, too, is like I think it, we've talked about this a million times, but fan bases get a reputation. And I will say, Duck fans have that reputation. Oh, yeah. Um, well, they're the new Husky fan. A little bit. Well, Duck fan got really hot really quick. Duck fan yes. was like like the girl who went to college and realized that like she could start like treating her body different and work out and eat right and like mm. comes back home and everyone's like, whoa, look at that girl. Yeah, and, she's strutting around. And all of a sudden, it got the attention of the rest of the school, and then you're like, well, hold on a second here. You're not all that. You're still this other person that you were. And I think people saw Duck fans get too big for their britches too quick. Correct. And and you're right that that's that's what the Huskies were back in what 
the 90s. Oh, God. Growing up around this area. But then. Husky fan was the worst, and now it's. But see, they're, it's, it's they're much better because they've been humbled. Yes. You know, you go through those. Sufficiently. Humbling years. Yeah, sufficiently, exactly. So now they're a little bit more of a, a balanced mm. fan base. Whereas the Ducks, have they had their humbling, really? I mean, they had a down season or two, but. I don't know it, that they've been it, humbled it, yet. It hasn't been humbled the way a Husky fan because uh, I, bum, I bum around with a guy who is full-on Husky honk. Went there, wife went there, son went there. I mean, booster, whole thing, season tickets. And if you would have gone back 15 years ago and told me that he would have the perspective that he does, I'd laugh at you. Because mm. he was all humbled. in. All in, and he has been, and he's back. He thinks they're good now, obviously. And, and well, they are. But he has been sufficiently humbled. The Ty William, uh, Keith Gilbert's that that whole thing it it changed the perspective yeah. of everything. Yeah. Well, as a Kansas football fan, I know how he feels. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you experience that. You just happy to be to have a program. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is great, ten and two. Love yeah, it. All right, let's go. Whereas you, the Ducks, like ten and two, uh, nine and three. Nine and three fire everybody! Ah! Yeah, good times. And no one can hate Oregon State fan. Although I will say, if I had to call out Oregon State fan on one thing, uh, and we hear this here because, well, we're talk show hosts, mm-hmm. but it's always like th- they're big complaint. Like they're great. That's a great fan base. Um, but they always complain about not getting enough. Uh, oh yeah, they're always comparing themselves. They, they're such that's, an inferiority complex. Like, you never talk about us equally. Well, do something yeah. to to make us talk about you equally, and we will. When you're interesting and you're relevant, like this year, we will discuss you. Right, absolutely. That's what they think. But then, then it's like, oh, talk about, oh, you're just talking <laughs> about the Ducks choking. We won that game. You know, it's never, it's never enough. You gotta, you gotta acknowledge. No, no. The Beavers need acknowledgement. Yes, they're well, like the little wounded puppy in the corner that just needs a little. They're the middle. TLC. They're the middle child that you know that is forgotten. They're the Jan Brady of college football, and they <laughs> just can't stand Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. So I was back there partying mm-hmm. uh, for about a minute and a half, and um, I told you I would report back on the beer that Kim bought. Yeah, what do we got? A variety of different types of beers. Yeah, uh, I have a ten barrel pub beer here. Oh, that's nice. I it's like a me great, some, easy I'll, drinking beer. That is a dad beer, and there's a lot of a uh, lot of different types back there. Okay. So uh, cool. probably a little something for everybody back there. It's par- it's a party. Thumbs up. Ninety four seven is blaring over the the television, you know, because that's one of our stations. Did yes, you know that? I did. They play music and they're they're dancing. Whoa! Tops are coming off. It's crazy. <laughs> like my top or Ryan Cooley's. But, oh, uh, all right. How is he? Uh, how's he doing? Yeah, doing all right. Well, <laughs> understand. <laughs> Let himself go a little bit. Uh, <laughs> Came back from Boston with L- some moves. A little long in the tooth. It happens. It happens. All right, where were we? We were going to do the poll question, and then I don't oh, think yeah. we ever got to the poll question. By the way, I'm uh, should I? I'm go, I'm getting ready to go to Mexico tomorrow. Yep. Should I be prepared to drink more beer down there? You don't have to be. Well, I'm just thinking, like you know the. I don't ba- drink a lot of beer, but I just the, bases. Well, just the the you know the ice and the drinks and the. Oh yeah, you know. Well, are you going it's to like re- are you going to a resort? No. Oh, you're just like an Airbnb. Just a well, it's a condo, somebody's condo, condo in a town there. That depends. You just got to ask if they have filtered water or not. Most yeah. of most of the places now have filtered water, and that means filtered uh, ice cubes. Yeah. Almost every place you're going to go 
uh, has that. Has that. And the other alternative is uh, if you are making a stop at like a store for just you know general groceries and stuff like that, yeah. you can buy big bags of ice that yeah. are filtered or from ah. filtered water. So um, okay. that's an option too. So you don't you don't have to do the uh, the beer, but I will I will tell you that when I'm in Mexico, I, I think beers taste better in Mexico. I agree, and it's the only time like everyone has their go to like beach beer. But what's yours? Well, uh, when I'm down there, I, I go Corona. back. I go back and forth between Dos Equis and uh, Corona, and then occasionally now I'm kind of becoming a uh, Modelo. Yeah, Modelo's great. Yeah, I can I just announce? but it's the only time I ever drink uh, yeah. Dos Equis or Me Corona. Too. Yeah, is is Mexico? Yeah, or the local beer, you know. Yeah. Um, can I announce live on the radio that Corona is trash? I think you've done that before. Have I? Yeah. Okay, I just like to announce that again. No fan. No. Mm. No. Dos Equis, way better than Corona. Sure. And, and Modelo, even better. Yeah. Now, I like the uh, Special myself. Um, yeah. But, I think yeah. I'm going to drink more beer this maybe, week. Maybe some Tecate, if you will. Yeah, it's not a bad beer. No. I do find that Mexico and... and, and I don't. I, I drink way more beer on vacation than I do when, when I am home. There is something great about... Especially if you're staying on the... Like, beach beers. We've ranked the beers over, uh, you know... You, you, Garage beer, you know, mm. Super Bowl Sunday beer, and right near the top, if not my gold medal, is vacation beach beer. It just or pool beer. It just it slaps different, in my opinion. It slaps. It slaps. Says. Yeah, Pacifico is another one people oh, like. Wait. Did not mention Coog uh, fan. Someone saying, "Hey, what about Coog fan? Best in the Northwest. Win or lose, they booze." I like Coog fan. They're great. If you had to power rank fans in the, the, in the Northwest, are, in my yeah, as an I, outsider, I'd go Coog fan. The Cougs are the best fans. Agreed. They're a lot of fun. Yes, and they have. I don't know what it is about. Them. They have good perspective. I mean, there's honks too, but I I think it's the best perspective in the Pacific Northwest, and they're consistent. And I don't think they have the insecurity that B fan has all the time. <laughs> I sometimes feel like B fan is used to and expecting them to be not great, and then they come out of the woodwork when they're good. Whereas I feel like Coog fan is just constant, good or bad. They're there. They're doing their thing. Yeah, they kind of just have a little bit more of a like, yeah, look, we get it. We're yeah. the Cougs. Yeah. So they have a little less, uh, not as many sharp edges. They've been sanded down a little bit. Yeah. And that's and it's and they've had good success. I mean, so has Oregon State, but the Cougs have been to a couple Rose Bowls and. They've had more big success than uh, than Oregon State, and um, they don't get a lot of that, you know, woe is, woe is us sort of stuff. All right, the AAA heating and cooling poll question today. AAA heating and cooling, a family business helping families for over 60 years. AAAIAQ.com. Uh, where is the upset? Utah over USC. LSU over Georgia. Purdue over Michigan. <laughs> no. Kansas State over TCU. It's it's one of it's so U- far Utah's winning. It's either Utah or it's it's Kansas State. You don't Bo- think one of those big upsets could happen? Uh, Georgia's not losing. I I could see Purdue hanging with Michigan. <laughs> no. I think I think they could. I think LSU's got a better shot at hanging than Purdue does. You do? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think either one's going think, to, but Yeah, I don't know. Georgia, I just have too much respect for. You know, Michigan, I could see, you know, that was their Super Bowl, that Ohio State game. Sure. It was like one of those games where I don't know, it's just they hit everything. Yep. And I just don't, I don't have, know. Have you seen Purdue? No, I'm just saying that I feel like it could be a letdown spot. I'm just thinking more like against the spread. Just you It know. could be a closer game. Well, but it, is, I don't know. it is seven. It's like, what, 17, yeah. seven and a half points? That's what red? I mean. Like, anytime you count out a team, eh, be careful. Well, I just like to point out that Purdue lost to Iowa 24 to three. Well, Hawkeyes are tough. 
All guys are tough. <laughs> now, who who is uh, Purdue's best win? Uh, what do per- they got going? Purdue's on? best win would be nor the Northwestern, Indiana, Illinois, Illinois is their best win. That's a hell of a win there. Yeah, well, Min- beating Bielema. Minnesota. Does that do anything for you? They were competitive against Penn State. Remember that was the opener when everyone thought Penn State was going to be good, and they turned out to be good. They were they were winning that game towards the end, and Penn State made a made a comeback. I don't remember that. Their best game was probably the loss to Penn State. So last time I watched Purdue, they were beating Oregon State, which I think that was last year. Was that no? I think that, that was a couple years ago. Was it? I think so. Yeah. I don't. I like that coach. Good coach. <laughs> Brom? Now I got to go back and look and see when that Oregon State game was. Purdue football coach. One sec. I got to Google something real quick. No, oh, you know what? I stand corrected. Yeah, Jeff Brom. See, I know my Purdue football. 2021. You were right. Boiler up. Yeah, it felt, like, it felt like that Michigan-Ohio State game was a game where Michigan, like if we equate it to basketball, made like 23 pointers, you know? Yeah. Like it was just, it's like, mm, they're good. Obviously, they take nothing away from that win, but they're not that good. They're not. Because what we said before the game, and you agreed with this, that they were overrated based on their schedule. Yeah. So one game isn't going to change my opinion. They they deserve credit for that game. They were excellent. Ohio State, I mean, they bludgeoned them. They, they, they made the plays. Yeah. But I do feel like, you know, they play that game ten times. They're, not, they're doing that one time to Ohio State. I just... I, I... And I can't necessarily disagree with that, but the fact that I wanted, I needed Michigan to prove it, and without your best player, dude, you beat the brakes off of a really hey, good Ohio State that's team. What I said. So I'm not taking anything away from them. And I'm they're just in. saying, watch out for my boilers. Well, and the thing is, it that's the one game. Well, it's two games. That and um, Georgia. It doesn't matter what happens. They're, well, we also they're, they're in no matter what. Clemson, North Carolina. I didn't even put that Which, on there. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> you want to talk about a game that I won't watch a second of? I give you that. Clemson and North Carolina pass. All right. Uh, let's get into the return of Deshaun Watson, and we have audio of another Deshaun. Yeah, lots of Deshaun. Deshaun Kaiser. Lots of Deshaun talk. Uh, it is 3.36. Let's go to Buck with SportsCenter. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Deshaun Watson is back this weekend for the Browns. Oh, joy. Yeah, bringing his creepy vibes to the Browns. Uh, I just, I just love all the soulless Brown fans. Quarterback room, you know, the, and they've been with them this whole time. Some of the stuff that Browns fans like the tailgate displays they've put up, and some of the tastefully worded signs. I mean, it shouldn't bother me because, well, sports. But man, sometimes humanity. It, it, I just shake my head. I shake my head at it, and and I'm I'm bummed out. I mean, I know he gets a. Everyone deserves a second chance, I suppose, and. You know he has the right to come play, but I will never root for the Cleveland Browns. Um, that that w- w- when he's their quarterback, I, I I hope they lose every game, and I think you're going to find that he is rusty. He did not look good in the preseason. I do not think even as talented as as he is, and before he went, you know, AWOL in Houston, I thought he was a top five quarterback. He's uber talented. I do not think this idea that he's going to come in and this is going to be some sort of uh, seamless transition. I don't. I don't buy that for a second. I think there'll be bumps. Well, the Browns 
are four and seven. They have six to go. Uh, those I saw that the over under on how many they win in the final six is three and a half. Well, and and it's really probably going to take ten games to get into the AFC playoffs. So so they got to win all. They got to win all. So they're at Houston. Then they are at Cincinnati. They host Baltimore. Then they host New Orleans, and they finish with road games at Washington and at Pittsburgh. I mean, they ain't winning six. Well, dude. anyone, you know, the, I don't care if you're the Bills, if you're the Chiefs, whoever. Dude, winning six games in a row is hard. Let alone when you're a team that's not nearly as talented as they are, and you have a quarterback that's coming in that hasn't played in in two years. You know, this this and and is in a new system. There will be bumps along the the road. So this idea that they're going to run the table, get to ten games, which again probably what you're going to need to get into the the postseason in the AFC. I don't buy it, and. You know, but this we all knew that more than likely this was going to be a wasted year for Cleveland when they went with Jacoby Brissett. So I always thought well, like they needed, they just needed to do better in the first seven. Yes, they and needed I, to tee this up. And I and and they had opportunities. Oh, I'm sorry, I, first eleven. I just thought that they would have gone out, and that's why I thought maybe like a Jimmy G sort of situation, having a better bridge gap quarterback. But they thought Brissett could do it. But well, I mean, really, the Deshaun Watson thing. This is about him going forward. This was a bit of a wasted year for Cleveland, right? So he'll get six tune-up games, get back in shape, get back at it, yeah. and then they'll recoup for next year. But you know, Brissett, um, it wasn't all his fault. Like he he's not great. But I looked at his quarterback rating. So they went four and seven in his eleven starts. Mm-hmm. Do you care to guess his QBR? And I know QBR isn't everything. Yeah, like eighty-five, eighty-nine. Yeah. And their defense was really shabby in some of those games. Like yeah. they're they're weird. I I don't know about Stefanski. I don't know if he's the coach long term. But well, it's because um, when you look at it on paper, they got their quarterback. When you look at it on paper, it, it's a good roster, and yet whether exactly. whether with Baker or now this, you know, it, it just kind of feels like one of those. It just feels underperforming, and it's not necessarily the, like with the Chargers. The Chargers always underperform, but it feels like the Chargers to me. And maybe this is a, is an excuse, but I just feel like every year, and it's the same thing with San Francisco, it's just health. San Francisco and, and, and the Chargers, when they're healthy, they're as good as anyone in the NFL, and they're never healthy. And I don't think you can say that about Cleveland. It's just, there's just something odd, and maybe it is a, a Stefanski thing. Well, I just, he went 11-5 and five his first year. Yeah. And that was the year they went with Baker, Baker they made, to yeah. Kansas City and almost won. Yep. Chad Henney was playing for the Chiefs at that time. Or Mahomes got hurt in that game. Uh, he has since gone eleven and sixteen. Yeah, I just and and again, I know injuries and Baker is playing with the shoulder. I just feel that that is a roster that underperforms. When I look at that roster, I don't see a ton of weakness, and I feel like even with Brissett or last year with a beat up Baker, I, I feel like they should be better. But ultimately, they'll be judged next year when. And really, these 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 like you said, uh, it's a it's a it's a ramp up to next year. We'll see what this looks like with Deshaun Watson because if Deshaun is, let's say, even. 90 to 95 percent of what he was in Houston and he's still very young isn't he like 27 look at that for me I think he's like 27 if he is anything what we saw in Houston 27 27 just turned and you put him with this roster which would be a better roster than anything down he had down in Houston there's no excuse next year for Cleveland not to be an 11 or a 12 win team and be a contender I mean it, it it's a good roster, we know that, on paper, and you just added arguably a top five quarterback. So if we're going to go through top five quarterbacks in the league, that should be enough to get you, it should not only get you to the dance, but it should mean that you are competitive when you get to the dance. I mean, 
there is not a more significant offseason move in the last handful of, well, I mean, Brady going to, to Tampa, and we that led to a Super Bowl, right? And then you, you, you talk about uh, uh, Matthew Stafford going to L.A., led to a Super Bowl. Deshaun Watson is better than Matthew Stafford, and, I, you know, Tom Brady's a, a different animal, but you're, you're talking about elite quarterbacks changing and going to good teams. This should lead to big things for, for Cleveland. It just, it, 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 there's really no excuse for it not to. How do you feel about a Sean Payton fit there? Oh, I'd love it. What do you think about that? Except I can't because I, I refuse to root for it, but if I'm a Cleveland fan... Would he go there? He I don't probably know. would because of Watson. Look, if, if maybe he, he wouldn't because of Watson. Exactly. I don't know what he feels and does he want blowback. I, I, you keep hearing that he's sniffing around and waiting for uh, the, the charges yeah. job. To Warm weather up. guy. Yeah. You know, do you want to go up there and, and sling it around in the snow? I, and do you want to deal with the backlash or would there be backlash with Deshaun Watson? I don't and, think you want to go to the Cleveland Browns. I think so, if you're Sean Payton, you can hold out for better. Although Dean Spanos isn't, I mean, it's not no, like he's great. But you inherit a much better roster and you inherit a quarterback that doesn't come with that stigma but I, I, I who knows is but, the charger roster that much better than the browns roster mm, i don't know that it is yeah well again when healthy but uh you know who knows what he's thinking anyway uh 10 of deshaun watson's accusers will be at the game yeah they uh tony was, busby got him a suite yeah he said they're gonna go and make a statement yeah he said they want them want people to know that they didn't go away or that these things still yeah. happened and you know, I don't I, know how the announcers are going to handle that, but that's going to be a little delicate. Well, it's just a weird thing all around because, yeah, he's not criminally charged. They settled the suits. Um, most of us have a real good feeling, uh, at least our opinion of what happened. But he has every right to play. Cleveland has every right to sign him. And we have every right to think that he's a disgusting human being and we should boo him. And I, I the NFL usually does not um, – they don't like to talk about these things. I'll bet you the announcers – I bet you they tread very delicately around this. It's the NFL way. All right. They're playing Houston, uh, for the record, <laughs> Ropping the bank. You couldn't have a better warm-up game, by the way. In, I'm on my Texans. In the Houston Texans. Um, plus seven. All right. When we get back, the Mariners have made a trade. Yeah. And USA! USA! 349 on the fan. All right. Our Mariners are back at it today. And I don't mean on the diamond. No, that would be something. Yeah, like if they just had they're some, just playing a game, some random game up in the snow. Is it snowing up there? I think they're supposed to get some. Uh, they're supposed to get some snow. I don't know if it is, but I guess they're supposedly supposed to get it worse than us. Mariners have made a trade. Yes, they're second of the off season here, and they have nabbed the great second base wizard Colton Wong, the Wonger who. I feel like he's been around forever. I remember him coming up in like the World Series with the cards, and then I kind of forgot about him. He's in Milwaukee now? He is 32. He is in Seattle now. Well, he was in Milwaukee. Look at this. See who they traded? They traded Jesse Winker. Yeah, I guess everyone hated the Winker. It didn't yeah, wor- he was an ass. Yeah, it didn't work out so well. And and- you could kind of tell that, right? Well, for a while there, though, like he was the, the, the cock of the walk. Remember, he, like, he was going to fight the entire Angels team, but it turned out like all the Mariners hated him, and he, he's didn't, a douche. He, didn't, he didn't care. Winker is gone, and so is Abraham Toro. Well, and Toro can't hit, and the Mariners said that they were desperate to try to find someone that could play second base. So I, I feel like this was just... You know, like you got rid of Toro, and then Winker was like expendable, and so Adam Frazier is gone. I would imagine if they're if they're looking desperately for a second baseman, I would assume so. 
Okay. Wong for the Brewers, 251, 15 home runs, 47 ribbies. Doesn't that exactly sound like Winker, but with a slightly better average? Well, he's a he's a scrappy little guy. He, uh, you know, plays good second base. He's uh, and he doesn't strike out a ton. That's good. Gets on base. I don't know. So, I mean, it's a very Mariner deal. But you you needed you didn't need Winker. You weren't thinking about bringing him back. Well, uh, you needed Winker if he were good. Well, but he's not. Yes. So you traded him. You traded him, and obviously Toro wasn't getting it done, which is why you said in the offseason you have to find a second baseman. So I just feel like you you got rid of something that you that wasn't working for you and an expendable piece in Winker that didn't work out, and you went and filled the hole that you needed, which was second base. Well, but now they need an outfielder because Hanniger's not coming back. Well, we don't know that, right? We don't know that, but in the event Hanniger doesn't come back, then you would need two outfielders because uh... Winker and Hanniger would be gone. So you need at least one outfielder. Who are you going to put out there? You got Julio, Teoscar. Well, and then I guess and then you get the DH, the DH or Kelnick. I you know I don't know Kelnick. If, if he's still. You if... seen that guy's batting average? <laughs> Jesus think, man! I think they're still counting on. Him. Are they? <laughs> I think they're still right. Maybe yeah. they're not done yet. Well, and again, you could oh, bring not done you yet. could bring Frazier back. I mean, I haven't. He's an unrestricted free agent, so I you know. No, he uh, Buck's right. They're they're probably not done yet, but. Kelnick? Uh, I, mean, I don't know. I guess you got... Uh, 168 career batting average. Well, I understand that, but... 168, Jace. <laughs> I think the thing is they still believe that eventually he could turn into something. 168! Well, get Haggerty then. What's he doing? I like yeah, Haggerty. Swaggerty. Yeah, there you go. He's out yeah, there. Where's Swaggerty? They have Dylan Moore, too. But see, you got to Don't you bring upgrade. back... Dylan Moore... And it, I bet you Dylan Moore hit 207 on the year. <laughs> Seriously, look, look look that up. Right. I'll take you right over under two oh seven Dylan Moore. Ooh. Yeah. I'm gonna I, go under. You're gonna take the under? I, mean, I would I also take the under. I don't know. I he just... could be one of those two thirty guys. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> maybe that. that's why I said like maybe like a two fifteen. Ah! What? What was the over under? Two oh seven. Two twenty four, bitch. <laughs> See, fade Buckley's picks. Fade Buckley's by the way, Buckley 0 and two. He lost both his picks last night. I couldn't pick an over-under on this dude's batting average. Yeah. 208 career, though. You're right on. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. Work still to be done. They needed a second baseman. They got a second baseman. They said it was a priority in the offseason. Well, go there get an go. outfielder. Well, they did. Or a DH. They did. They did. And that, right. uh, that's you're a right. nice upgrade. Well, he's not a DH. He's an outfielder. He's an outfielder. Yeah. And he's and a good he, out. And he's yeah. a good outfielder. No, that you're right. That was a good move. You're it's a good right. move. I, th- I just think they need one more. They can't go with Kelnick. Well, then maybe it is is swaggerty. Maybe Please, then. For the love of God, don't go with Kelnick. He will be back, and he's going to get another opportunity. You got to believe at some point, though, if it doesn't happen this year, if they have to send him back down to Tacoma, then you you pull the ripcord, right? I mean, enough's enough. <clears throat> All right, let's go to uh, some soccer talk. You guys like soccer talk? Yeah, USA, baby. You guys in? I saw a breakdown today of us versus the Dutch. Oh, like an X's. Apparently an we're X's and O's. Apparently we're the same boring ass team. <laughs> like All right. So we bet in the under. <laughs> the, the the deep dive I Whatever saw. Whatever you're taking, I'm taking the opposite. <laughs> the, 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 hey, I am two and zero oh and under. Are you? One and a half, then? Yeah, I think they usually... So what they do is they will split the bet on half under two and half under two and a half. So you can push on half the bet and win the other half. Does that make sense? No. Could you say that again? 
you if you bet the under it'll it'll appear as 2 comma 2.5 half of your bet is going to under the total of 2 and mm-hmm. half of it is going to under 2 and a half i see yeah. so you can win okay so if you stay so you don't, if, so if you if it's at one you yeah. get them both if it's the other you push one and if get it's one two i think we're going to kick their ass that's not what uh, the, this breakdown said. Well, what do they know? And 538, I I've saw... I've watched them. <laughs> Have you? Yeah. Mm. Watched them last game. USA! 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 538 did uh, percentage to win the World Cup. Mm-hmm. And would you care to guess what our percentage is to win the World Cup? Four. At this stage with the 16 left? Yes. 4%. No, 3%. Wait, 3.7%. I was going to say 1 or 2 one. Hey. We have a one So you're telling me we have a chance. 1% chance. Look, I think Spain. Don't you think that was the uh Spain and Brazil well, I think had the best odds. Let's get into it coming up next. Okay, let's get what, into what it. do we expect? All we want is a win in the sweet 16, right? Can I even call it that or am I going to get It's the knockout rounds. Yeah. All we want is a win, right? Why, not, why that, not call it the sweet 16? What's wrong with that? We're going to go to the elite 8 and then at, at that point all better. <laughs> Cut down some nets. Can we cut down the nets? Why not? They have <laughs> yeah. nets. Why don't you? Yes. Cut them down. It's take a while, but we could do it. Get them a get them a ladder. I don't think you. Well, yeah, you probably need it, but maybe you like need a ladder. Maybe like a step ladder. You wouldn't need like a full. I love that. You know, get a nice Warner a quality ladder over there. Maybe why a ladder we, king. Why are we not in charge? <laughs> we'll run this thing. And All by right. the way, I could be in charge because I'm up for corruption. If I was in charge of FIFA, I would be for sale too, which is what they are. Captain America is back. Uh, it is 401 on the fan. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.